The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I am an man, and a man is who I am. I am an. That's too high, darling. I did say that. I did say that. Hello, my darlings. Hello again. Hello, you lovely little biscuits, all of you. You lovely little biscuits. I always feel when I start recording one of these podcasts, I'm opening a sort of biscuit box, and the biscuit box is full of well, biscuits, but the biscuits are people. And I, I love you all of you. I love the rich variety of life and the rich variety of a good biscuit box. And I, I think the two are very similar. I really do. So hello to you all. To the cream, the. The, the creamy teas, is that what they're called? The cream teas, the expensive men and women and other in your posh houses with your big fireplace and all your cosy money and, and to the lovely bourbons, the lovely bourbons just sort of all comfortable in your slippers with your pipe and relaxing again by the fire, but it's a bit of a smaller fire. It's, it's not the wonderful open flames of the cream tea or the aga by which they hang about when they're drinking their... I, I, I'm losing it. I'm back. But anyway, the bourbons in your slippers and, of course, the dull old digestives, bless you, sat there feeling ever so, ever so plain and sad, aren't you, bless you? But I, I like you because you're hearty, you're reliable, which a lot of people aren't in this world, and I know you're just dreaming of some cheeky cup of coffee to come along and, and dip you till you melt. And, of course... The pink wafers, who will be what they will be, no matter what. The bravest of all the biscuits. There's a lot of prejudice out there. And the pink wafers, you keep on doing what you're doing, darlings, because I love you all. I really do. But all of you, all the rich variety of life. I could sit here all day and compare people to biscuits, but I won't. I won't because... Well, I, I want to watch some telly in a minute, I won't lie. But anyway, hello and welcome to Talking to Actors with me, Anna Mann, actress, singer, biscuit obsessive, many people say. I think they're going a bit far, but there you go. On this show, we talk to some of my dear friends, possibly people I've never met before, but I haven't done those yet. But at some point, I'm sure I will. So far, it's basically just been going through the old phone book, trying to find who's still alive, really. And I chat to those people, the actors and actresses, about their lives, their upbringings, their process, and, of course, their careers, or lack of careers, you know, because so many of us aren't working at any point. I think it's 99% of actors aren't working 100% of the time. And sometimes when you look at those figures, you can get a little blue and you can start to feel a bit like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I insane? But you know, that's not why we do it. We do it. Why, darlings? Shout out. We do it because we love it. Let's try that again. Why do we do it? That's right. We do it because we love it. I don't care if you're in a supermarket, on a bus, riding a camel, fighting a man or observing some bears at the zoo. I want you to shout out. Why do we do it? We do it because we love it. That's right. God bless you, darlings. And I've heard from a few cheeky chappies online, big fans of the show, or they might be quite small, I don't know, but they they have said that they love the show, which is great. You know, I, I feel like I'm just bragging now, but quite a lot of them say they tend to listen to it when they're going about the supermarket or in the park or wherever. I think a young man said he was, he was in the park and he scared away some old people because he started laughing manically, which... 
I think is a compliment and, and a success. Now, before we jump into this episode, last week we chatted, when I say we, I mean me, we chatted to the wonderful Margaret Cabin Smith, not only a bloody brilliant actress, but also one of my very best friends. And we chatted about this and that. And I'll be honest, darlings, we didn't get to the interview because we're silly old hams, both of us, and we ended up chatting about anything and everything. I chatted quite a lot about an email I received from, turned out to be a lovely man, who was asking me to do a gig for, you know, quite a reasonable amount of money. And I read the email out because I found it sort of funny. I won't lie. And, well, I did the gig. And he was the loveliest man ever. He really was. And it was the loveliest gig ever. And it really was wonderful. And, you know, Christmas is going to be all right for once. I'm going to be able to get some, well, some wrapping paper finally. I mean, I won't put anything in it, but, you know, I, I the paper's the thing for me. When I give a present, I go, here's some paper, you know, and, and if they don't like it, fuck it. Then what mine don't matter, then what matter don't mind, etc., etc. Anyway, the point is the gig was marvellous. And I won't lie, I spent the entire time in slight terror that he had listened to the podcast. I don't think he had. His main advice was less is more, you may remember, for life and for gigs, which I was very, very rude about, really, in the last podcast. But all for fun. Please don't take it seriously. And as I said, I do tend to go over a bit. So I think, in actual fact, it was a sort of quite wise warning. And you may remember he wanted me to do 8.5 to 10.5 minutes, which was very specific and I found very funny. And I sort of went, all right, all right, I will, I will, I'm a professional, blah, blah, blah. And then I won't lie, darlings, I did almost 17. Fuck. But I'm used to doing 40, if not an hour. And that's when I'm hired to do six. Anyway, point is, it was great. So I don't take back the previous episode because I did find it very funny. But I do just want you to know that I'm slightly sorry, but only slightly. Anyway, moving on. So we chat to Margaret Capon Smith again this week. Fuck. I just had so much fun and I hope you enjoyed her as well. Please do feel free to bombard her with tweets if you didn't like her. Because I think the one thing about Margaret is I really think she needs to really learn. In all seriousness, Margaret is wonderful and doing very well, deservedly so. And I think she's coming back. She's coming back for the next bunch of podcasts. So right now, settle back, grab yourselves a biscuit. Think about what biscuit you might be. Maybe tweet into the show. Maybe send me some thoughts. Try and think really seriously think about what biscuit you would be and why and what that means for the upcoming election, which we're all terrified about. Anyway, sit back, get ready, here it comes. Talking to Actors with Margaret Cabin-Smith. Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors, actors, yeah, they rule the world. It's time for Talking to Actors. Here we are with Margaret Cabourn Smith. Hello, my darling. How are you since a few seconds ago? Oh, I'm very well. I'm now in interview mode. So Great. Um, so, Margaret, we'll talk about your life. The Margaret Cabourn Smith story, story, if mm. you will. Yes. Are yes. you going to finish every sentence I do? Yes. No, I won't. I won't. No, I won't. it's fine. I'm going it's to... fine. Okay. It's fine, Margaret. I really did get you in because I thought you'd increase the boundaries. <laughs> the Margaret Cabourn Smith story. So, born, presumably... Do you want to talk a bit Am about that? Am I allowed that? to answer that? Yes, yes, you can now talk. You can do whatever you want now. I was born. I was born in a place called St. Margaret's. And do you remember so, any of that? Or was it all? I mean, as all good actors do. Did yes, you ever use yes, it? Yes, of course. I use it in everything. When I did you use... first realise you could go back to the womb? 
Well, mentally. sort of almost immediately afterwards. Really? That, that was when it was most fresh. You in were my trying mind. to get back. Yeah. Fuck. In, in some ways, yeah. do you think that's what acting is? Oh, trying to get trying back, to yes. get back in the womb. Yes, and trying to express is that all a play oneself. is um, is that why we? It's just a bunch of people on stage in, trying, trying to get, to into, get a into, a womb. into the womb of the audience, maybe. Or, or the audience trying to get into our wombs. Yes, we're all trying to get into each other. We're all trying wombs, to get into each other's wombs we? in a way. Yeah. I think I don't know. I think that's actually quite a good definition mm. of acting. Mm. And I think if I ran a drama school, I'd start with that. Do you not? Well, I don't run, run a, a drama oh. school. No, no. I'd like to. You know I think Pauline it, does. Pauline Quirk. Mm. Fuck, I do. Mm. She's everywhere. Yeah. I see She's her on face the back of It's all over Brighton. Yes. She's on the back of lorries. She's that. dangling off helicopters. She's everywhere. <laughs> yes. It's not She's a good everywhere. advertising. It's dangerous. She's going to pull a muscle. <laughs> She's a wonderful actress. Mm. But as her far ankles as I'm are aware, not strong enough to... Uh, as, fuck to no, be, not no. to be dangled like that. No. And wear some pants if you're going to do that. Or trousers, trousers at least. Yes. Trousers make sense if you're being Jeez, But of course it's eye-catching. It gets, mm. it, and then you see it and you go, right, okay, I've right. seen that. I can't unsee it. Yeah. Might as well school join her drama school. Yeah. School of acting. There we go. It works. Yeah. So you were born. Then what point... Childhood was it all right? <laughs> Do you know oh. it was? Uh, yeah, I know it was. No, it was, it was great, but I didn't enjoy it. Oh really? Yeah. Not enough I mean, uh, books in the house. Was it that sort of thing? Too many. Too many too books. Many we, books. Okay, so would you? I think generally people are not given enough stimuli or yeah. are overstimulated. Yes. Were you overstimulated? Right. Yes. Was there a pressure? Uh, pressure to to use those to, books to be clever. I guess I'm saying. Was there any pressure? No, I was very much left to my own devices. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very lonely. Were you um, an only child? No, I was the middle child of two much more popular people. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and is that just a thing you've imagined, do you think? I mean, I take it you've probably thought over this. I don't think I did imagine point. it. You really think that's true? <laughs> You're holding your guns to that? And have you yeah. ever spoken to the family about this? Yes, oh, they know. They're very rude about it. And do they it. just agree? <laughs> Yes, right. Yes, okay. Yes. And oh no! Listen. Um, in case my sisters do actually listen yes. to this, my sisters are amazing. Yes, they're absolutely brilliant. But that's the problem. Well, I don't think <laughs> it's well, not living up. So you know, are they? In how the, was I supposed to live up? Are to they them? actresses as well? No, they've got no need to be because they were literally because they're content. <laughs> yes, they don't need to get back in any womb. They don't need the attention. They're fine for it. Fuck. Yeah, do they, they work they in the real world? They're real people. They're real people. Oh, civilians. God. Oh, yeah, how can weird! You imagine? How weird! <laughs> Mum and Dad didn't do any acting or anything. No, you're the first, the first, first of the chosen of ones. My. Aunt was a dancer. Really? Yeah. What, what professional? Um, yeah, Royal Ballet. Oh, wonderful! Mm. And did that factor into your doing what you do, which is, as we, you know, be on, let's be honest, mainly podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and there aren't enough dancing podcasts. No, there's not. There's not enough dancing. Well, I don't on know. Podcasts. There might be. There's, there's so many yeah. podcasts and such You're a small bunch. Such. We're all trying to get. Yes. So yes. There's only you, a certain number. So, do you think that did that? No. No, no, had no. no did, she um, was not. She's not a heroine, an inspiration. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> so we'll leave her there. Let's say that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. And did she end her days happy? <laughs> she's still, she's still alive, actually. And is she yes. happy? Yes, I think she is. Okay, but so again, we sh- so you just think keep doing needy. it. Not as needy, not so as sort of happy needy. with her lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, dancers yeah, are quite like things. that, though, aren't they? And I think what it is... Well, they wear out in a way that actors They wear, don't. and also there's, I suppose, like with footballers and so on, there's a point where it's like, no, let's leave mm. this now. Mm. This is, you know, and yes, we've done I've out... Yes, I've had a brain injury. Let's just call it a day. 
<laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but you did, which is fine. But, you know, they, they, you can't dance. I mean, you can if you're like Merce Cunningham, shall we say. Mm -hmm. This is the second time Peanut he's popped Welsh. up in this podcast <laughs> on toast. But there's an end point, probably, where if he's acting, you just keep fucking doing it, don't you? Yeah. And so exactly. it's kind no of, right, this was a wonderful thing I did. I loved it. Yes. It was great. Yes. Now I'm happy um, to not over. do it anymore. And also, I guess as a dancer, you're sort of one of many on the stage dancing around. <laughs> Even if you're, I'm sort of belittling you really a are. wonderful in a profession. Way that, in a way, the actors I'm, also are just on stage, bobbing around. around. Yes, but you're. Around. But we're all trying to beat each other, right? Oh, sure, 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 sure. It's just a, it's just one-upmanship. Like, I, I guess mean, what I I'm trying to say is, yeah. it's it's harder to pinpoint. Like we talked about, Whack in Phoenix. You know, mm. we sort of. Some people think he's the bee's knees. Some people think he just sort of does crying faces a lot. Mm. I'm not saying which side oh. of that argument I'm on. Isn't by it the way. just that he's had a crying face drawn on? To be fair to him, you need, no, he's a happy face drawn on. Oh, actually, you're, the complete you're right. opposite, darling. Well, but I sort of I grimace when I cry, and it is like a creepy. Smile. I do. It's awful, <laughs> yes. isn't it? It's awful, and mm. it's awful for acting. It's, it's so yes. awful for acting. People don't oh, believe you're crying. No, exactly. It's inaccurate. If anything, it is. <laughs> Right. So much is coming out now. I want to ask one quick thing about acting while we're yes. talking about mm. something I've come to realise in my many, many years is there's acting, isn't there? There's this real acting that people do, but there's the sort of real acting that isn't real acting mm. because it's actually doing weird faces that somehow a viewer equates with real acting. Yes. I'm talking about TV now. Yeah. To be honest, because on stage no one can see your face. That's the beauty of it. You're completely covered. Mm. Oh, it's all <laughs> head just, to toe. Yeah, I will only be on stage completely covered head to toe. And you're just but, making shapes on stage. So I'll give you an you? example, mm. but you probably because I don't think it's really your sort of thing. But Anna, as you know, I love my sci-fi. Mm. But Walking Dead, mm. you know Andrew Lincoln in that. I do and, know Andrew and, Lincoln, who's great. And yeah. there's another chap who's I can't remember his name, but he's a big chap now. He's he's doing very well. Ameri Andre the Giant. American. No, he's he's gone. Bless him. Oh, he's he's long I'm gone. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I mean, you know, I, I oh, never I knew him, but it is upsetting oh. for you to... Yeah. I just think you... So, anyway. so. No, no, I'm not going to go on about it if you're not. But they do this acting where they sort of keep looking out the window and sort of scratching and... Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And doing things that actually in real life no one ever does. Mm. But somehow that is, and I'm doing inverted Air commas quotes. here, real acting... Yes. Do you know what oh, I'm talking I about? Do. And do you have anything to say about I it? I do, I do. And I honestly think that there are fashions in acting. Right. And and I think it's it's wrong to say that people don't do that. Mm. But you're right, it's not it's only a small facet of what people I mean, I'm, I'm speaking quite honestly here now, but mm. I think that you can in, speak my, in my real life I react quite in quite a big way. <laughs> Yes. Not, you know, and I, and I sometimes think, oh, what I'm doing isn't very realistic. Yes. Like, for example, I used to genuinely do a big facial reaction to whatever the headline was on the evening standard as I walked yes. past it in the evening. And I would think, why am I doing that? You know, I don't have a camera on me. I'm the same. I, I bob exactly. along through life doing these big things. But then mm. when you see it on camera, it doesn't, it doesn't look read real. necessarily. Exactly. But then, so I'm not talking about... But some like, people really don't like do that. big edinburgh acting, sure. what we do. Sure. Uh, and I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about completely, you know, Mike Lee sort of. Yeah, although Mike Lee isn't really, is it? It's actually oh, quite Mike a lot Lee, of it's very clowny stuff. Oh, Mike Lee, and yes. But, 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 all right, talk, I'm not talk talking like about this. talk, talk like this. <laughs> I talk like this, you know. Yes, it's a sort of cartoon of a working <laughs> yeah. class person a lot of the time, isn't it? Yeah. 
I think it's all right to say that, isn't it? He's never going to cast me. <laughs> Let's be honest. To listen to this. He's not going to listen to this, <laughs> and he's not going to cast me. Oh, I'm so sorry, Anna. No, I, I no, it's official. It did come up the other day <laughs> on my yes. Oh, Have you had that I from know. Spotlight? What the um, the message that you're not going to be? Yes, in a after a while, he just you <laughs> you get a sort of it's like a letter from the Queen when you turn a hundred. But it's like a sort of, you oh, hit a certain I mean, age I'm, I'm and you just get a little message that just says, will it you will <laughs> never be cast by Mike Lee. Oh, but on a nice telegram? or And you're not going to Hollywood ever. <laughs> They're the two that you get. You reach a certain age and you just, it's, it's, it's actually weirdly... It's freeing. You're afraid mm. of it. It's like getting your TB mm. jab. You're terrified of it for years. But when mm. it comes, you go, oh, oh, actually, God. that Thanks was all right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm glad it's over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm afraid what you're doing, this is about it. That's the letter you get. This is about it. This is about and it. It's from Mike Lee. You, you might. No, it's not he from Mike Lee. We, no, he. Oh God, he'd never do that. But he get, has someone do it for him. You know, it's oh, like an official thing. It's just so he stops getting any any more post. <laughs> he just wants to kiss his in corner oh, and grumble dear. about Marvel. Oh dear. But yeah. um. Oh, well, I'd be. No, where, I mean, where, that I how know did we that. get to this point? Mm. That's what I want to know. Uh, we were talking about big acting. Big li- acting, little acting. acting. So I'm not talking about big acting. acting. I'm not talking about little acting. I'm talking about this weird thing in between. I think you're right. Mm. It's that it's certain things become a fashionable pose, mm. a sort of face or a certain mm. thing, like the sort of thing in, in Friends I always found funny when they kiss. And then they sort of, the girls, I think it's mainly the girls, probably the boys do it too, where they, or the men or the women, if you wish, where they kiss someone for the first time. And it's someone they're attracted to, mm. and they sort of back mm. off and sort of go, whoa, <laughs> kind of. They, <laughs> yeah, rather than the um, constant like, forward trajectory. That, I, I don't uh, know what you do, really, after you've kissed someone. So what, what I'm saying is, I guess, there, I don't know what I'm saying and all this. Mm. What, what am I saying? <laughs> um, I think what you're saying is um, you need more TV work. I need more work. <laughs> Please. For God's sake. I'm now starting to think I should have gone to that all-day tech. Well, there's still time, There's still time. Anna, I'll, there's still I'll email her now. Time. It's, it's, I'm it's pretending not, not I'm emailing. I'm just o'clock. hitting spacebar. <laughs> ask the nincompoops. It's the show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we answer the questions that the kids ask. Did bacon or pigs come first? Ba- bacon. Bacon, are you not listening? It couldn't be simple. Liar, liar, <laughs> pants on fire. Oh, how oh, dare you? Yeah. Your pants on fire, did oh, you know that? Hold on, my pants are on fire. <laughs> Sorry, that's just pure coincidence. <laughs> you haven't learned a thing. Ask the nincompoops. Great pig. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right, so Margaret Cabin Smith's story. We're mm. going to have to do a part two, if not a part six. <laughs> Fuck's sake, darling. 
I'm happy with that. Where does it end? <laughs> no, we don't want to know that. What we want to know is, so the aunt did nothing for your career, but what point did you go, ah, acting? That's what Margaret Cable um, and Smith should do. That's how I suddenly get a bit of attention from the folks. Yes, yes. Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, age 11. Age 11, mm. you were cast 10, yeah. as Dorothy Gale. Dorothy Gale. Did you know that's her second No, name? I didn't. That's funny. In The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Alongside... Lucy Murphy as Auntie M. Um, uh, Caroline Maybe as the Scarecrow. Caroline yeah, Maybe. genuinely was right. my Scarecrow. Your get li- her on. Your get her on. Do you remember who She'll your line was? It. Stuart Neem. And the Tin Man. Marissa Mori. Who carried on the career? One, at least. Well, two, uh, yes, actually. Sorry, Caroline you as well. Maybe and me. And Margaret Cabin-Smith. Yes. The others, did who, they um, realise it was all a very silly thing to do? Really silly, and I should have realised it quicker. Yes. Do you know, genuinely, I was at a casting the other day, and mm. um, there was a load of children around me, and I thought, I do the same job as children, <laughs> and they're up for bigger parts than yes, me. That's this is embarrassing. Awful. It's awful. That's the worst possible it's thing. Sort of, it was a shocking well, realisation. You, you've done quite a bit of children's... I've TV, done a bit, yeah, you? I did a Disney show. Yes, yes, series, and, and of, The Children with well, the Stars. Yeah, yeah. How did that feel? <laughs> I think we're talking about the same thing. Yes, yeah, so anyway, Dory Figale got you in it, mm. got you into the acting yeah. game. You loved it? I loved it. And what? Loved and, it. And, and, and then, much. where did we go after that? Secondary school. Secondary school. <laughs> <laughs> and were you still acting? Then, still um, st- have you started still youth theatre at this point? No, I did youth theatre age 13. Uh, Kate Beckinsale was at my youth theatre. Kate Beckinsale was at your youth yes. theatre, right? Yeah. Wonderful. With Caroline, maybe. Did you maybe, work with her? Yes, was we did a play about the fall right? of the Berlin Wall. Oh, God, yes. it's about time. Who did... <laughs> Who did you play? Well, to be fair, it was more relevant then. Yes. Then, yes. Who did you play? Hasselhoff. Oh, uh, I played Hasselhoff. <laughs> yes. Did, were you oh, being? Oh, no, I had a tiny. Were tiny you being a tiny role? role yeah. A brick. <laughs> so the wall came down. Mm. Then what mm. happens? Um, oh no, I did have an. I had a voiceover with Christopher Timothy, aged eleven. Lovely. Because the girl I sat next to at secondary school. Yes. Who talked like that? Yes. But uh, her mum uh, ran a children's agency, and this mother, they needed somebody with a voice a bit more like mine. Right. And she said, well, I sit next to a girl who's like an encyclopedia, I believe her voice. <laughs> <laughs> so I did an advert for an encyclopedia, I really did. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Have you always had a voice that's quite sort of poshish then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you were, where did you grow up? East Sheen. East Sheen? Yeah, near Richmond, so quite posh. Okay, but, all right. But, you know, state school, so right. it's in and out. All right. I think we're getting a very... <laughs> you're painting a very clear picture here. So then, okay, the bit of voiceover, Dorothy Gale, mm. um, <clears throat> the brick. The brick. And then when does it start to become a career? Oh, God, not till ages later. I, I, went, to, I went to university, university and I was very intimidated, but I did a couple of plays but they were very so you weren't doing an I wasn't acting doing course. drama right and they very much looked down on people who weren't doing drama oh god I but they let you horrible. in they let me in i was allowed to audition what university was it? uh uea no so, <laughs> no university of east anglia oh right so i went to drama studio london or mm-hmm. as my dsl uh, so you my, knew you wanted to do it despite these yeah. bullies let's be honest <laughs> yeah i didn't know what so yeah i didn't know i wanted to do it but also actually i wanted to do comedy even more really yeah oh because you always loved comedy didn't yeah you? you know my dad used to read hancock's half hour goon oh, wow. show scripts to and us. back then of course there were so few women yeah. comedians yeah, so yeah. did you feel so like i did want to be a male comedian that yes was my, that was my dream <laughs> 
But did you feel it was possible or? Not really. No. I mean, you had French and Saunders was, and so on. Yes, but, so French and Saunders had Victoria but, Woods. But it didn't feel like, nowadays it feels much more open, uh, doesn't uh, yeah. it? And, and, yeah, and, and, you, and you know, sometimes you, could, you get two women on a stand-up ugh. bill, which is just insane. Sometimes you have a whole it? audience of women. insane. It's wonderful. It really is. But, what, I mean, was there any sense of, no, that's not for me, I have to be a nurse or whatever? No, but my parents, even though they had nothing to do with show business, mm. were always very supportive. Good. But they just didn't have a clue and I didn't have a clue. I didn't know where to start, yeah. really. You know. Lovely. I always it's get so annoyed lovely. with... Because you have sort of fulfilled your dreams in a way, then, haven't yes, you? Yes, I have. The dreams of the child. tiny, tiny way. I thought that the other day about myself. Which yes, is, but that's brilliant, isn't we it? We have to do that. We yes. have to. yes. I've never Not been as on much the... as we hoped. No. But no cover of Radio Times. But actually, no, that's no a Desert terrible Island thing dips. to say because it's not like that. No, it's, it's lots really of little not. dreams. Yes. And, I've, and there's been so many little dreams that I've been lucky in. I'm not being genuine. Yeah, not be genuine now. for God's I, um, sake for once in your I'm life. I'm so, so, yeah, so A million lucky. dreams are keeping <laughs> me awake and they're all very little, I'm afraid. Well, a million I'm lying in bed dreams. with a million very oh, small God. dreams. Tiny, tiny dreams but about working with Jeffrey Palmer. Wonderful. Things like oh, that. Oh fuck, mm. have you done have you done Palmer? I played his girlfriend, yeah. Wow. I met Galton and Simpson. I should have I started know. off talking about <clears throat> what you've done, and I haven't done that. No. But we're, we're sort of doing that now. <clears throat> it's fine. Okay, so so you left drama school. No. You no. went to drama. I went to drama school drama and drama I went school. to drama school. It was to, like for a year. Yes, in and London. I tried to meet in order to meet people to do comedy with. Oh, okay, so that not in plan. order to learn how to act. Well, no, but weirdly, but when I was there, obviously I did really get into learning yeah. how to act and I did love it. You know, and then funny. right at the end I thought, oh, no, but I do still want to do comedy. And so I started doing comedy with Zoe Gardner. It's funny because I've always thought of you as, like a lot of us, myself partly included, but my mind's changed on this many times, mm. as sort of coming into comedy because really the I want to do Shakespeare yes. and so on. But for me, no, not but, really. But, but I, I always thought you Back were very, because you all seem very serious about the <laughs> acting. You know, you're right. But actually, you, you, you wanted the comedy was your I thing. I wanted the comedy. Yeah, I've never had any. I mean, I I'd like to do drama because I'd like to do you mm. know have a go at everything. But really, comedy is what I love. Making taking something and making it funny is my absolute favourite thing. And to what do. what and is sometimes it you even get with out bad of material? What is it your love? <laughs> I mean, we could be entirely serious. It is love. Is it? Is it? It is love. Getting... I, well, do you know? And to be fair, as a, being a comedy fan growing up, mm. it was the thing that made me happiest. Yeah, was you know was laughing at comedy. But it felt very different. So being then, able didn't to it? do it, yeah. But being able felt, to do it for people, it felt much more family. Do you think? Mm. It felt much more like a more wholesome, yes. maybe. Well, it's just I don't more mean as in it now. was. I don't mean as in it was sort of less rude because I think in some ways it was more it was, rude yes, and naughtier, yes, wasn't it? But. Yeah. I guess just everything's fractured, isn't it? Yes. All societies well, falling into these horrible whole, groups and My whole theory, divides. exactly. My whole theory is there won't be household names quite soon. No. There just won't I'm, be. Because in some ways, just... that's fine. Yeah, we, we'll get used to it, certainly. Yes. <laughs> we'll always have A million tiny dreams. Shows. That's million what we'll call this episode. Dreams. A million tiny dreams. Love it. Right, well, let's just jump forward as quick as we can yeah. and then we'll come back for a, a deeper session <laughs> yes, in yes. about five the years. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. about five years, I think. <laughs> Because I've got when a I've lot got of... When I've got over all of this. Yes. <laughs> you're not going... You're going to need a lot of therapy after this. I've basically done the role of an unqualified therapist 
I've and I've opened your head, pulled some stuff mm. out <clears throat> to millions of people who are going to listen to this, There's including Mike Lee. Of, yes, oh, sorry, Mike. Have, you haven't had the. I haven't had that letter. No, so actually, you should probably check your emails after this. All right, I'm a bit younger than you, Anna. But yes, okay. <laughs> I know, but some people get it straight away. Some people get it as soon as they leave drama school. Graduate. He, what he does is he has these various people go into drama schools and just check who he's never going to employ, not looking for people who will employ, just ones he definitely never will, and then he gets them to send them all a letter. Just saying, just to let you know, Mike Lee will never, ever put you in anything, you know, Stop which actually dream. means don't act. <laughs> where were we? You so, were summing yes. up. Is that where you met Zoe? Yes, that's where I met Zoe Gardner. My, my lovely and friend then you did, Zoe. So you did find a lovely friend did, yes. who was very funny. We did, uh, yeah, and, and a few other people times. as well. We did a and sketch together. group first. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yes, with Cissy In Edinburgh, Giddings. at the Edinburgh Festival. Abigail Burdess was oh, the lovely. director. Yeah, right. my friends Morag Cross and Tim Heim, mm-hmm. who've gone on to do more proper things. But then Zoe and I became a double act. Within that, and, Congress um, of Oddities. Yes, our Victorian double act. And that's where we met. Yes. Through, through doing Edinburgh. <clears throat> through the sketch circuit. <sighs> and then after that, it really is. What is it about it? I think it's because partly you're lumped in with a load of posh, privileged gits. Let's not beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Some of whom are our very best friends. <laughs> but it's partly that stuff that you really feel sick thinking about. And then at the same time, you're sort of... Your imposter syndrome is ramped up because you feel the real comedy people, i.e. the sort of grumpy stand-up men, despise you. Oh, despise. You know, and then actors... The frivolity of what we're doing. don't think you exist. Oh, they've got no idea. No idea. No, you're right. We're straddling those worlds. We're and not we as don't cool even want as the to be in that world. We're and trying we're not to as, tell you. Um, earnest <laughs> as the actors. I mean, I, I say to people, I do stand up now, but it's a sort yeah. of t- a t- different kind of stand up, you yes. know. So anyway, you did that, and you did Edinburgh together. You had lots of fun, and then the last many years, you've mm. been mm. solidly working radio. Mm. Was mm. that a big thing for you? That was. I mean, you, I, you're on radio all the time. Yeah, and radio I, four, I really love it. And I do a lot less. I do a lot voices. less than I did. But, oh, really? Um, yeah, but uh, but just what did you do? I know. <laughs> Who did oh, well, you? I, well, Who I'm did worried you about what no, letter I'm sure I'm no getting. One. I think it just. You know. um, yeah, exactly. It's just it's just one of those things, and there's less of it being made actually. Yes. But I really, really love radio. Yes, and you're so good at it. Bless you for that, my darling. Yes. And what do you love about doing radio? Well, I suppose. Because you only have one facet of you that you're allowed to do, like those narrow parameters, mm. you know, so you're not thinking, oh, well, what, what do I do with my face and my body? Right, you know? OK, yeah. You're, you're just literally thinking, what can I do with my voice? Yeah, and um, you practice voice stuff, because mm-hmm. I do nothing. <laughs> I don't I do mean, this, I don't mean I do voice. This yes, you thing. do, I suppose. You're doing so much all the time. You don't need to really, do you? And then television wires. Yes, I've done lots of little tiny bits of television. Yes. Do you want to talk Um, about any of that? A million dreams. A million dreams. A million tiny parts. Lovely. So, Uh, um... Nah, it's right. No. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you what was exciting, though. It was um, Evermore, which was the Disney show that I did. Oh, yes. Um, That's the first time I've ever had my name in the opening credits of something. And that felt like a thing. That's very exciting. Spelt right and everything. Where are we now? What are we up to at the minute? Uh, we are. I'm just about to do the London homecoming gig for John Finnemore's uh, oh, yes, flying visit, of course. which has been brilliant. Wow, but hard going. Really hard going. Touring for yes. an old lady. Like yes. <laughs> so, and that's come from the radio show as yes, it become has come a live from. show. So, yes. Yeah, so we did have to learn what to do with our faces and bodies. And it's real. Yes, you did. And <laughs> what was that? What was that like then? Yeah, that was. Um, Were you acting out? 
because a lot yeah, of radio acting sketches, out sketches that we we hadn't act, you know, we hadn't even learnt. Obviously, mm, like a lot of radio, radio stuff kind of uses sounds, and, yes, and, and it's, it's about there's a comedy in that. Yeah. Whereas this, you're actually just doing it on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But John's very, very aware of that and very good at yeah, putting. Yeah, he's in, very clever. Isn't he's it? very clever. Did he direct it? Uh, and so he didn't know David right. Tyler from Positive. Right. Yes, I know um, him. Yeah. Yes, he directed, and so you know there was a lot of making sure that we weren't just reading out loud yes because that would be disappointing for a theatre yeah yeah I mean um, it's a bit of a spoiler for the show actually but I do do a cartwheel into the splits every night oh wonderful yeah which is um, quite full on great and as well my friend said but you're in your 40s now and I said yes but that's why it's funny yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean if I was 18 yeah. and doing a cartwheel it would split, just be, be like, arrogant right yeah, yeah. well right. done you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this is sort of ridiculous lovely so yeah. a lovely tour well Margaret tour. I look forward to speaking to you again and oh, and I'm, uh, I'm, oh, I'm God, in a, yeah. <laughs> uh, Miranda Such Fun um, uh, 10 years celebration. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure when it's going to be on, but it'll be on Miranda, TV. Of course, because you're in Miranda Hart's show, aren't yes. you? Lovely. Yeah, and are, are you thinking of doing any more of your own yeah, bits and do you bobs? Because I always, I always think you're I'd real. like to. I know, I'd really like to, and I'm going to tell myself off about that more. OK, OK. <laughs> well, everyone look for Margaret Cable Smith. She's not only one of the finest actors <laughs> of her generation. Yeah. I mean that. She's wonderful. Act. She's also... One of my best friends. Talking to the real people. Talking to the real peeps. Talking to the real people. What are those people eats? We're back again with talking to the real people. As you may know, this is my chance to learn a bit about what real people, as in non-actors or creators or artists or dancers or so on, what they're like and what they do and how they survive. This is also for all the actors listening, of course, who must be constantly wondering, you know, what's it like to be a real person? Because in a way we need to know. Definitely. In order to play a real person. And connect with the general audience. Exactly. You know, and also they do bring in a lot of money. They don't have a lot of money, but if you get enough of them, that's oh, a lot of money. Oh, they like to be entertained. They like escapism. Right now there's a general election. There is, you're quite going right. on. We're recording this a little bit in advance. I mean, this will go out before the election, hopefully, okay. but we don't know what the lay of the land is. So what real people have you been talking to recently about this subject, general election? I would say my uh, I've, the last person I spoke to was my father. Right. And he said that we should give Boris a chance. Oh, God. Um, and has he always been a... A sort of right-wing type yes. of person. Do you know, no. And I think the older he's got, he's evolved into a Tory. So he's really? quite left-wing. Oh, was he? But as the years have gone on, more cynical, oh, more sad. traditional values. How, and it's like how, a disease. It's taken over it. Does that happen to a lot of real people, that they go that way? Well, I uh, visit him in... Um, he doesn't live in an actual old people's home, but it's a block of flats where old people live. Right. And they're all Tories, and they're all pro-Boris. What is it they like about Boris? I think it's an element whereby a lot of them like his background, his family, Oxford, Cambridge. But I thought that would put the real people off. Well, I That's think... what some people hope, but clearly not the case. Clearly not the case. I think the older you become, the more the Tory almost explodes within you, like an egg that opens up at the age of 70 and it crawls out. Oh, how ugly. Like something out the Alien do you trilogy. Do think we sort of want to be ruled, I ultimately? think so. Well, we want to be the peasants. Freedom. And, yes. um, I'm just going to very... get a little drink while we oh, keep by, talking. Oh, by all means, please, Anna. I think um, freedom is a case of it can be uh, a rope that is so long you can hang yourself. Because freedom has a responsibility. And they want to bring that back, hanging. 
That, uh, apparently so. They apparently it's it. on top of the list. They bloody love it. Well, it's something oh. else to televise. So, isn't do you that? think he'll win? What's your take on it? From what you've you've been out and about, you've met. Have you met anyone who's the other way? Oh, very much so. I right. find janitors, mm. to be specific, are very left-wing. Really? And, oh, and also, people I know who live in Brighton are very uh, you Corbyn. Do you talk to a lot of janitors? Well... They uh, seem to come up quite a lot. I do Last fall week, behind with my one emails. Of them, one of them stitched you. Oh, the electronic letters. Yeah, the electronic letters. And they all gather up, and you're supposed to answer them all. So do the janitors clean up the electronic letters? No, but they clean up crumbs that people have left from sandwiches. Crumbs of electric? Uh, No, not crumbs of electric, crumbs of food. Oh, right. You know, when they've had their lunch and things like that. So why does that come into when you're cleaning up your emails? So I'm cleaning up my emails, and then they're cleaning up the floor. So I'm electronically cleaning up my computer. So you sort of say something like, you're cleaning up. You know, you'll say something like, Evening, Reg. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about banter with real people. You've got to be good at banter. Right. So so a common bit of banter. I'm the janitor. What's his name? Reg. I never actually get to know their Christian names. They tell me, but I forget them quite quickly. Well, you forget people the second they walk out the room. We've established that. Yeah, I do, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, still here, are you? That's me, I'm being Reg. Um, oh, still here, are you? Unfortunately, Reg, not that I want to be, but I've got some emails to answer. You know what it's like? It's like an electronic leash, these computers these days. Would you say that? Um, I don't think you'd say that, would you? No, I, I think it would be... Um, I might just tut and look at the ceiling, yeah. So, right, okay, great. And then he says, bloody election coming up then. Would yeah, oh like God, that? there's always an element of, oh, here we go. No, really. So you, you know don't mean? want to talk about it? No, not really. I've had a, a, a day of it. I've got these emails. But I'll be polite and I'll say, yes, it is coming, isn't it? It's a, quite a controversial one. It'll be, uh, uh, whoever wins, it'll be very close. You know, I'll, I'll just say mm. cliches. Right. My, my so voice... you won't let slip which side you're No, you on. don't do that. You'll Ever? get your car kissed just... out in the car park. Really? I very much balance on the fence. I'm very centric. Mm. I'm not left, I'm not right. I'll just uh, lay on the fence like Top Cat. But you know. he's happy, this Reg, if that is his name, he's happy to tell you... Oh, monologue. Loves Corbyn or loves... Uh, absolutely loves Corbyn. Right. It brings him back to the 70s with Kinnock, apparently. Oh, wow. Because he's about 60. He's and who else do you meet? So when you're 60, you can still be left wing. But when you're 70, bang. It seems that way, but I think Reg is so left wing that I think maybe he'll go to the extreme, which would be communism, perhaps. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. Wow. So there we go. And have you met anyone who's neither here nor there? No, I think I'm the only one that's impartial. It depends who I'm talking to. Because, you know, as I say, with real people, it's about banter. It's Mm. about, you know, Mm. keeping the ball rolling. And if they're pro-Boris, I won't... Well, I guess in a way you I'm spineless. You don't attempt to change their mind. Well, I haven't got my mind either. Well, I don't know. I don't like Boris because I think he was a clown back in the noughties on uh, Have I Got News For You? What do you think is going to happen? I think Boris could take the throne. Wow. I think there's a lot of popularity there. He's got a lot of following. He's a well... Well, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, became the, uh, the senator of LA, didn't he? Governor of California. Go- Governor of California, quite right. I mean, even there. Well, there we go. That's uh, Dave's hot take on the general election. Thank you. Uh, let's find out if he was right. I hope not. Yeah, indeed, I hope not. <sighs> anyway, on with the show. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Well, what a lovely episode that was. Wasn't that lovely? I, it's given me some faith in humanity to some degree. Dave there talking about the general election, which 
when this comes out, we'll only have a day to pull it all back. Oh, God, it's terrifying. But no, come on, hang in there with me, darlings. Hanging there with, with Anna Man, sailing that sinking ship. I'm not sailing it. I, I'm just doing a podcast. It's it's not the same. But anyway, one thing I would like to say, I'd like to throw my tuppence in and say, for God's sake, darlings, you must vote. You must vote. Because I don't want the world to get any worse. And I'm finding it really quite awful. And Sue, bless her, really, I mean, if they get rid of the NHS, she is fucked. And if Sue's fucked, then I'm fucked. I mean, she's fallen to bits, bless her. She can't pay for that. She hasn't got the money. She'll have to mortgage her house. And then whose pantry will I live in? Mahogany's, my daughter's, and she's awful. So come on, think of me when you vote. And just don't vote Tory. And... Vote Labour, probably, but, you know, just really don't vote for them because they're fucking gross. Anyway, that's the last I'll say on that. And yes, I know all of you have been screaming at your iPhones or laptops or computers or your iWatch. I believe that's such a thing. You've been screaming at it from the beginning. Anna, it's not a cream tea. It's a custard cream. Yes, that is what I meant. I meant custard creams. And yes, I did have to Google search that. And it led me down a very dark path, which I I would rather not go into right now, if that's all right. So I'll be back next week. The last one before the Christmas break. Sue Clinch has got me a little panto job in Gravesend. I'll be playing all the parts. There's not a lot of money down there, bless them. But it's going to be very exciting. Now, don't forget, my darlings, just a little plug Please watch Harry Hill's Club Night, especially my bits. I'm on the first and the last episodes, the Alpha and the Omega, if you will, and the Atari. And it was so much fun and it's gone down very well, I think. And and please, if you can make it go down more well, then, you know, there's a, there's a, a glimmer of hope that I might get to do more somewhere, somehow. And also on Sky, on Now TV, of course, Inside Your Ancestors. I am going to be back next year with a new show, a new live show, which I'll be touring all around the world. Well, the selected venues around some of the country. So I will give you lots of information on that. Anyway, thank you, my darlings. I love you. Please listen to Sue Clinch's little message at the end. Good night. Get out there and vote. Listening to Talking to Actors uh, with Anna Man, starring Colin Holt, edited by Dan Snellgrove, part of the Great Big Owl family. Please subscribe, review, and share. You can find Colin on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And the same goes for um, Anna Man. Just look her up, you'll find it. I'm Sue Clinch. Uh, tra. GreatBigOwl.com. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G Spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. <laughs> Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.